Hey everyone, welcome to another episode, the second episode of the Grudge Match Podcast. Um, once again, my name is Julian Fidulian, and I am accompanied by my partner in crime, Sammy Swingman Locusano. I appreciate you finally using my nickname now, because I remember the first episode you weren't digging it. You're like, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm in debt to Sammy. I'm in debt to you, man. Um, Sammy uh, uh, pulled an MVP move and got me a uh, LeBron Lakers jersey from the bubble um today thank you sammy yes um yep and speaking of nba before we continue i i know a lot of people have listened to the first episode of me downgrading luka Doncic. for the record that episode was recorded i think at the end of week one yep. or the beginning of week two of quarantine bubble basketball before the playoffs uh now me witnessing luka Doncic. i'm taking my vitamins i'm saying my prayers i was wrong about luka that man is a monster. That man is a beast. I'm not going back on what I'm saying about Jason. I'm not saying, you know, I'm taking anything back on my boy JT. I'm just saying I was wrong about Luca. I apologize. And I apologize to my boy, Eric Stankowitz. Yep, uh, my boy, Eric, he definitely called me out on that. Uh, I apologize about that, buddy. But I'm still taking my boy, Jason. By the way, this is coming in. Uh, we're recording this on the heels of uh, last night's uh, Raptors and Celtics game where Jason, I believe Jason Tatum thought Nick Nurse was a Boston Celtic in his long pants. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just going to go on the record right now. Uh, yes, that was a horrible pass by JT, but in all <laughs> fairness, you cannot deny that Nick Nurse was standing like on the line. That is a technical. Nick Nurse knew what he was doing. I yeah. <laughs> no, no, no you, you knew what he was doing. Now, granted, Kimball Walker played awful. Jason Tatum played awful. The Raptors played very well. They came out and played, cut, you know, cutthroat basketball. But Nick Nurse knew what he was doing. I, I'll, 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 why, I'll give you. Why was he standing? He was, he was not supposed to be standing right there. He should not <laughs> have been allowed to stand right there. I'll give you. Nick Nurse was wily like a fox. Um, he he pulled like. Do you remember that one thing where uh, Jason Kidd, when he was coaching the Nets? He uh, told a player to spill water on him to stop the clock. Yeah, it was one of those I, things. Uh, how can I? How can I? I'll give you that. one of those. Um, all right. So for today's uh, grudge match, our two undercards are very heavily dealing into the release of NBA 2K21. Um, thank yes. you, Ronnie 2K, for blessing us. Amen. And uh, the return of fantasy football. Thank you, Roger Goodell, for bringing the season back to us. You have your flaws, um, good sir, but. Uh, you did a great job in getting the NFL back on its feet, which will play into yes. our title uh, card fight as well. Um, first fight, uh, we're going to be talking about. So, quick background. Uh, shouts out to uh, Luke Lewis. Luke Lewis. Um, yes, the Australian. Yeah, the Thunder from Down Under. In the absence of sports during this horrible quarantine period, he had the brilliant idea of uh, using 2K. Everyone, by the way, go follow um, Luke Lewis if you're on Twitch. Follow him at Rightful Luke. I, I believe that's uh, what his username is. Yep, Rightful Luke. Rightful Luke. Yep. Um, he has this, Great man. He has this Great uh, fantasy man. series uh, ongoing on his Twitch stream where he took a bunch of his boys, me and Sammy included, and we did a fantasy snake draft um, of about 100 NBA all-time greats. And we drafted starting fives, and he just puts them into a sim and simulates a season and playoffs with them. And before the bubble, it was the only basketball that we were able to get. Now, Sammy and I are big basketball people. Sammy's a big Celtics guy. I'm a big uh, Brooklyn Nets guy. 
And two of our fantasy teams we named after our real-life hometown hero teams. And to celebrate the return of NBA 2K, we wanted to celebrate by taking our top five picks and seeing how they would fare in real life. So, Sammy, real quick, before we get into this fight, how did you draft your players? My philosophy was, very quickly, I was definitely wanting my number one pick as a two-way player, someone that could play phenomenal offense and defense. Mm -hmm. And then I was not going to be picking a center early on okay. because I knew that my center was not going to be getting the ball a lot. I just needed someone that was very good at rebounding, so I really wasn't focusing on getting a center within the first two rounds. Mm -hmm. and like I will be always picking a center at my number three spot. Mm -hmm. um, and then so on and so forth, I you know, went for like someone who could play two-way, someone that is very, very good on the offensive side of the ball, and then you know, focusing on the defense a little bit after that. And then the fifth pick is just kind of like, all right, who are you, you, know, who are you stuck with in the line? Because you can understand your fifth pick is not going to be like your best pick. Mm, you know, I disagree. It's got to be that spot that you got to suck. Definitely the spot that you're not, you're not going to get like, a top 10 player in the league in the, your fifth You can pick. justify your bad fifth pick all you want. Who is your first? <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Oh. He was a 90, He was a 98 overall, 98 or 97 overall. And this was him on the Raptors, if anybody wants mm -hmm. to know specifically what. Mm -hmm. Because they took the prime players. I definitely thought one of the greatest two-way players in the game right now, one, one of. I'm not saying the. I'm just saying one of. I'll give him. And I'll give him this best mercenary season of all time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I appreciate you giving, giving me that one. Uh, <laughs> he also has some of the greatest nicknames: the Quietlight Reel, the Quietlight Zone, the Claw, Kwai Ganjin, Kwai Bot 2020. I, I I will give you this. I think Kawhi. I don't want to suffer from recency bias. I think he's already an all-time great. I will say that. Um, I don't think he can be associated with any one team, to be fair, but I think he's an all-time great already. Just call it, hey, we'll add another nickname, DoorDash. Door he delivers God. He delivers the chip and he leaves. And he's overpriced with his fees. Um, How dare you? No, he's not. <laughs> Jesus. He is, he is the greatest player to ever make cornrows boring. We, we could go all day with this. The second pick I had in my round two was... Pistol to Pete Maravich. I feel like he was a sleeper. I understand you said you wanted him, but that's also because you're very, you know, you know your basketball mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people sleep on Pistol. He's a top 10 greatest offensive players of all time in my mind. He is horrible on defense, <laughs> but going back to what you were saying about Luka Doncic last, you know, last time we were talking, his offense makes up for his defense. He's also like six foot two, and Luca's like the size of a power forward. But this man was scoring, he was breaking records with no three point line either. Okay. No, I'll give you that. And if he had, a, if there was a three point line back then, no doubt Pistol would be one of the greatest scorers, point collectors of our time. God, like his shooting, his passing, he was, he was just magical to watch on the offensive side of the ball. All right, and then so at number three, I picked up my center. 100%, I was already picking a center mm -hmm. in that spot. Alonzo Mourning. I needed someone defensively on the rebound side, someone that could definitely block because he's a you know, defensive player of the year, sure. all-defensive team. Uh, we could go on you know, the records, whatever. Sure. But I needed someone that was definitely, as a center, to pick up the rebound, definitely get the blocks in because I'm not going to be wanting to passing him the ball to like mm – -hmm shoot or put up the layup or anything like that i need someone defensively because i already had someone great in pistol mm -hmm. that could do that for me mm -hmm. and then fat lever was my fourth pick <laughs> um i felt like he's a very underrated 
point guard. I'm not going to say he should be up there, but if I'm talking about something, yeah, he's a great defensive player too that could steal the ball. He can shoot three. He's a great three-point shooter. If we're, if the if if our argument was which team would be solid in 2K, I could understand you. But if these guys are meeting in real life in like a space jam sort of situation, uh, all right, go on, go on, keep going. All right, and then and then you got Tom Chambers. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> That's all I got to say about Tom Chambers. <laughs> all right. All right, hit me, hit hit me your uh your team, big boy, <sighs> flying Hawaiian. Uh, the flying. Ooh, I want that to be my Nick Price with his fees. Um. <laughs> all right, all right, it, it's official. The flying Hawaiian. All right. Oh, that's cute. I don't know what to, what do you want me to say about that. Um, he 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 he. Jesus, he is he is the greatest player to ever make cornrows boring. Um. My first time pick, Carl Malone. That is a very good pick. If you're talking about rebounds, I don't think that your team will be rebounding the ball over mine in real life anytime soon. Carl Malone is second all-time in points, seventh all-time in rebounds, and he's behind like people with cartoonish rebounding stats. I do think that without Jordan there, his Utah Jazz win two championships. So you don't even think the Pacers could have beaten them? No. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Pacers had Reggie Miller, who I'm going to get blasted by this. I think Reggie Miller is slightly overrated. You hear that, Pete Jenkinson? You hearing that? Um, Pete, come after the flying Hawaiian. I didn't say anything. But And, and even outside of Reggie Miller, you have Carl Malone and John Stockton. No one stopped that pick and roll in the 90s at all. Um, he is a, a dream team member. I don't think anyone is going to refute that Carl Malone is one of the top three or top five power forwards of all time. For my second pick, um, I want an answer to Kawhi. I want another two-way great player that's also underrated. Keep in mind, none of my picks are going to be sexy at all. None of them are sexy at all. Even Carl Malone in the first round. He's playing money ball right not now. Not very sexy. Yes, I'm, play I'm very much playing money ball. With the 14th pick, like, what do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> my second pick is Paul George. This is his thunder season where he got third in MVP voting and was a first-team All-NBAer. Six-time All-Star, amazing defensive player, much in the mold of Kawhi, where he's a great off-the-dribble scorer but doesn't need the ball to succeed. And again, I want to emphasize, this is 2019-2020. No, no, no. This is 2018-2019. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This is 2018-2019 um, borderline MVP Paul George. This isn't... Um, George Paul. Okay. This isn't playoff pandemic yeah. P that I'm picking <laughs> here. A, like, this is no, 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 no. This like, is wait, what? This this isn't bubble Paul George that I'm picking. I'm picking a Paul George that was third in MVP voting. I don't think that can be overstated. And that's on the team with Russell Westbrook. My third pick, again, not a sexy pick. The third greatest Cavalier of all time, arguably the second, Mark Price. <gasps> um, I think Mark Price. <laughs> After Carl Malone, he is a great ISO scorer, great pick-and-roll player. He's going to be my main bucket getter. I don't need a lot of bucket getting from any of my other three players. I just need reliable shooters, scorers that don't need the ball. Mark Price is a John Stockton-esque point guard. He is, fun fact, uh, Sammy, who, who is the first 50-40-90 season ever? 
Oh, it's the Hick from French Lake. From French Lake, baby. Um, yes. The hack with a bad back, Larry Bird. Um, oh, how dare you. <laughs> um, so, so, so 50, 40, 90 means shooting over 50% from the field, 40% from three, 90% from the free throw line. And the only other player in the 80s to have a 50, 40, 90 season outside of Larry Bird, Mark Price. And until LeBron and then Kyrie come to Cleveland and win them their first championship in 50 mm-hmm. years, Mark Price is the greatest Cavalier ever. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll give you that. I will give you that. Thank you. Barely. Barely. Clearly. Who do you want? Larry Nance? I'm, Zydrunas Ilgauskas? I don't know what we're, what we're deciding on here. Well, I mean, I think you're you're easily giving him the the third because of what Ky- I'm assuming Kyrie with the sh- with the, the the shot. That's arguable too. Um, who made who made that shot? Kyrie. Say a little bit louder now. Kyrie Irving made oh okay the shot of shots okay. to beat the seventy three and nine Warriors. Okay, sorry, I, I thought I lost the connection. I thought I heard you say LeBron James, but no. Okay, it's it's. Kyrie. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I want Kyrie to succeed. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying like to all the people, you know, oh. LeBron. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, yeah, that was a great yes. shot. Yes, yes, LeBron yes, 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 yes. Oh wait, it was Kyrie. Yes, I will say that. All right, for my fourth pick, um, I'm picking a player that barely anyone has ever heard of. He is only popular now outside of New Jersey and Brooklyn. Because Mitchell and Ness jerseys are beautifully made. I'm picking Petro, Drazen Petrovic, two-time Olympian silver medalist, tragically taken away from this world at the age of 28 after the best season of his career. Could you imagine what he could have been doing? I, like, th- Sammy, I, I know that like as a Celtics fan, and in spite of all the jokes that I make at Larry Bird's expense, it is tragic how back injuries took uh, his career from him. Drazen is a Nets all-time great already, and he only got to play three seasons um, with the Nets and five seasons in the NBA. He was he was on he was rising still when when he uh, passed. Third team, all NBA, 22.6 points per game, and he almost made his own 50-40-90 season. And, and fun fact, his career um, field goal and three-point splits pass Steve Nash, Reggie Miller, Larry Bird, and Ray Allen. He is the third all-time in three-point percentage. Think about that. Like Just for only a handful of seasons. Yeah. What could he have done? Tragic, 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 tragic. Um, and then yes. um, for my last pick, proving that you can still find hidden gold and that you don't have to settle for Tom Chambers in the last round of this um, fantasy snake draft. Have you ever heard of Nate the Great Thurmond? I actually have. Tell me what you know about Nate Thurmond. I mean, first of all, he's a handsome devil. (laughs) Anywho, uh, (laughs) back to the real story. No, no, I knew that, you know, Nate Thurmond, he played a long time ago, played, you know, with Golden State, right? Um, he started off his career partnering with Wilt. Oh, it's San Francisco at the mm-hmm, time they mm-hmm, were San Francisco. Mm-hmm. What people don't mention about Nate, and this is why your team of Tom Chambers and Alonzo, I love Alonzo Mourning. They're not grabbing rebounds over Carl Malone and Nate Thurmond. 
You're talking about Boardman gets paid. This man was a statistical anomaly. First quadruple double ever recorded, 42 rebounds in a single game, and 18 in a single quarter. That's more than most centers today average per game. Tenth all-time in rebounds, um, second in MVP voting, again, losing to Wilt. And I, he's one of those great forgotten players that no one talks about from the 70s. And the 70s were known for two things, offense and cocaine. Defensive juggernaut. I, and I, I, the NBA didn't start recording blocks until Nate Thurman's 33-year-old season. You're old in the NBA by the age of 33, right? Especially if you're banging around yes. with Wilt and Bill Russell. He averaged 2.9 blocks in that season. With my team being as it is, I have three brilliant shooters, two amazing bucket getters in Paul George and Carl um, Malone. I just need a defensive anchor with my fifth pick. And while you have a gaping hole in your team with Tom Chambers, my team at all five positions are good on both ends of the floor. I mean, that is a solid team, but I like my team a little more. You like your team because you own a bunch of their jerseys. And no one outside of Utah buys a Carl Malone. Yeah, I was thinking about buying a Celtics Pistol Pete jersey. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that's a cool jersey. I like that jersey. Um, but, you know, we'll, it's a democracy. We'll let the people vote on who they think has the better team and who would win in a Game 7 series. And they want people to vote off of these arguments. I want people to do their research. I'll grant you, you have the sexier names. I got the staying power, baby. You know who else is staying power? Today's sponsor, a Benny Hanna. Benny Hanna? Benny fucking Hanna? Benny fucking Hanna? Why? <laughs> um, Great entertainment at even greater prices. My girlfriend at the time was obsessed with Benny Hanna. Um, we were literally just going for lunch. And I'm. In the way that hibachi places will sit you down to like some random sweaty gross people. <laughs> They'll put you with other people. You just have to awkwardly sit there. Luckily we got we got seated next to Sammy and his lovely fiance, uh, Michelle. Actually, at the time, Lauren was mad at me because you and I only talk sports for the entire hour and a half. So thank you to Benny Hanna for launching the greatest podcast of all time. Benny f***ing Hanna! I know. In um, a great relationship, an even greater a, relationship a, a right greater there. A greater friendship. You got frenemies now. Uh, brilliant frenemies. Um, on a real note, Benny Hanna, please sponsor. Benny f***ing Hanna! Maybe we should do a live podcast at the Hibachi table. You know, I think that's a great idea. Benny f***ing Hanna! Um, <laughs> I, I, like, if that's a real thing and you can pitch to the Benihana on iDrive. Near CP housing. I will gladly fly down. Uh, Benihana, please sponsor us. Benny f***ing Hana. All right, we're going on to round two. That's that's All it. Right. Benihana won't sponsor us now anymore. Benny f***ing Hana. So, for our next fight, um, we're recording this. It is opening day. Yes. One of the greatest days of the year. <sighs> I'm so glad for football to be back. Roger Goodell, you have your problems, but you really knocked it out of the park. Sammy is your typical delusional Tom Brady fan. Um, <laughs> he is currently flashing his weird... Is that Tom Brady as the Buccaneer on your shirt, Sammy? Yes, it says Tampa Bay, and at the bottom it says Goat. And it's got the throwback Buccaneer on it, like the orange and black and whatever. And it's got he Tom really... Brady's face on it. He looks like Orlando Bloom from Pirates of the Caribbean in this, in this shirt right now. <laughs> he, um, 
I'm actually waiting for my uh, my package to come in for my season tickets. Well, if either this whole thing lifts, if there's a vaccine found or whatever happens, happens, I will gladly fly down and accompany you to a game. I appreciate it. Uh, of course, man. Uh, now, so to celebrate the beginning of the NFL season, um, Sammy and I are in multiple fantasy football leagues, um, and we decided that for this next fight, we're going to put two fantasy teams of ours head-to-head. But there's a twist. Our twist is movie characters will be composing every single one of our picks. Um, I made a personal rule. Um, to make it interesting, I picked uh, movie characters from non-sports movies. I don't know if Sammy did the same. We're going in blind. What do you think? We'll just go down the line. QB, two running backs, two wideouts, tight end flex, in that order, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so for my starting QB, I'm picking Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Really? As a quarterback in a new age um, of football, you want someone that is mobile, you want someone that's wildly coordinated and accurate. Yeah, I agree 100%. Sammy, I don't know if you've seen Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, I, I have, but I've had to go to the bathroom like six or seven times in just one film of it. Uh, Legolas's entire thing was that he could shoot things from a mile away. He literally has no other characteristics other than being wildly accurate, wildly athletic, and wildly cool in the head. And there's no one else that I think in movie canon that would make a better starting quarterback. You are um, for very wrong. You are, you are actually absolutely wrong on that. So Because my quarterback is already going to be putting up hella yards. Let's, let's talk about the big man himself, Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf! I'm going with Buddy the Elf. That man got a gunslinger of an arm. Have you? Did you see him throw those snowballs? Okay, here's my thing. He also eats spaghetti topped with syrup. He's going to be like Jamarcus Russell for your team. This guy's got to be in great shape to be thrown like that, though. Well, okay, he's also like, he's in the mind of a child. But that, that accuracy, though, when he just asks his little brother, Snowball. Nails that kid while he's running. Basically looks like a Hail Mary pass. That man, I will that, say. he's a big man. He, he is built for a quarterback. He definitely, he is a free-spirited mind. He will definitely be selling season tickets for my team. I'm taking Buddy the Elf as my quarterback. You know what? I really like the arm talent. I don't know about the intangibles, but I really like the arm talent. That, you cannot deny that arm talent. I really like that arm talent. He might end up like a Jameis Winston behavioral weird problem thing. Um, for my starting running back, I'm going with Forrest Gump. He is a brilliant straight line runner, monster of an athlete. That's a good choice. I that was that was a sleeper. That was a sleeper, and it, that really stinks because now I gotta I gotta cross it up. He was gonna be my running back. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes! yeah, yeah. He, he was he was actually gonna be my running back. I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, this this guy is definitely gonna be. He's definitely gonna be a lifesaver for me. I didn't think I did not think you were gonna pick him. I was like, he's definitely gonna be sleeping on big this. brain picks. Because from brain picks. that's from, why you're my partner on this podcast. From at least when you were telling me before we were starting to record this, uh, record this, who your wide receiver was gonna be. I was like, okay, he's not even thinking about this guy. Because now you you got me scrambling. You got me scrambling. Uh, I've only got like. 30 seconds to figure out who dun, 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 my next guy is going to be. 
You know, I think I would have to pick at my running back. This character is from the town. Jeremy Renner himself at running back. That man is small. That man is running away from John Hamm. The only thing that was stopping him was bullets. He was running past those cop cars. He was fast. He's fast. He is small. And he'll... He will definitely not take crap from anyone. I feel like if someone is mean to Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump will be emotional. He'll he'll definitely want to sit on the sideline and say he called me a mean name. Um, Jeremy Renner, I already know. If someone's giving him crap, he'll be like, F off. I, I'm not faulting the pick. I think that's a very great underrated pick. <laughs> I have been associating you with the classic Boston North End movie, <laughs> The Town. And for you to actually pick from that movie <laughs> is the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, for my second running back pick, I'm going to choose someone that's even faster. I'm picking Tom Cruise's lead from Mission Impossible, Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt? Oh, that's a sleeper. He's athletic. He has great footwork. Have you seen the scene where he's uh, just running in a straight line for five minutes? Yeah. His yeah, athleticism, yeah. <laughs> his end-to-end speed... I think he's a great changeup from Forrest Gump. Um, as a trained secret agent, you know that he has great hands. I think he's going to be a factor in the receiving game. I can agree with that to a certain extent. He, he, he was, he's going to be a great slot receiver, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you're picking him in that time period, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, just making sure. Because, all right, and I actually was – I don't even know why I didn't even just move my running back up a spot. And I was just like, oh, crap, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, crap, I'm looking for another. And I, I didn't even think about moving the guy up next to the next spot. I'm sure, taking sure, sure, sure. for my next running back, Robert, Robert Patrick, T-1000 from Terminator 2. I'm, only, I'm talking about his speed. I'm talking about his speed, his athleticism. That's a good pick. That, that man, I, I was like that, you know, you, you can say no to it if you want. I, no, that was, no, no, I no, thought no, no, that no. was... Nope. It's not <laughs> bending film. the rule not breaking it nope. but nope i i nope flexible I, ruler wow <laughs> i yeah i i'm not arguing that because i tried to argue for um arnold schwarzenegger's terminator over my current starting tight end Ooh. and i couldn't um but that's a really good pick man um i didn't even consider t2 in there good for you i think that's a really solid pick i like that pick and we'll by the way we'll put all these picks on the page too yeah more voting more Um, voting uh for my wide receiver i went with um someone just with really 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 good hands um and again someone with a cool head i think when you're when when you're wide out you want like a michael thomas just has glue on his hands um Mm -hmm. and he runs really precise routes i'm choosing indiana jones he is great definitely seems like you're leaning towards the larry fitzgerald side so that's yeah like i'm not looking for like my 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 um deandre hopkins pick is coming next Mm -hmm. with my uh wide out too um but in terms of just like really dependable possession to possession he will always make a catch i'm picking indiana jones yeah i could i could I can agree with that. You are you are knocking it out of the park with the pick, because I was the funny thing is I was actually going to go with Han Solo as Ooh. my wide receiver. 
<laughs> no, pick him. I know. I, I like this. I, I think it's just so funny and what a coincidence. You were saying, oh, we're going to be so different. I'm like, whoa, we're going with different characters. We're not that different. Uh, I, I Are you like, sticking with Han Solo? Yeah, I'm sticking with Han Solo as my wide receiver. I definitely feel like he'll cross people up. He'll definitely juke people at a pump fake. And I felt like during that time period, he was a little more athletic. <laughs> he'll he'll play the he'll pretend like he's blocking, but really, yeah, <laughs> uh, mentally, I think he's mentally one of the smartest people on the field. Uh, which Star Wars movie are we going? I'm going. From? I'm going with A New Hope. Oh, right. oh yeah, OG. Yeah. I was thinking about like like, Solo, a Star Wars, because I actually really loved that Solo. But I think he's a very athletic Solo. I, in yeah, Solo, a Star Wars. Solo. Yeah, but I feel like That's, that that would have been my next pick. I feel like he he's a little more mature in A New Hope. Okay. So I, I need okay. someone to play the mental game on these athletes. So I'm going with Solo okay. as my number one wide receiver. All right, I like it. Um, and then for my second wide receiver, my killer athlete. My answer to your T-1000 for fantasy points. I'm picking Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic (laughs) the Hedgehog. Think of anyone as a slot receiver that can outrun Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm really trying to think. No, I can't really think. I can't think of... No, I can't can't really think of... Dang it. That... Son of a gun. Like, speed like Odell in New York speed in the slot. Yeah. Which brings me to my next wide receiver pick. This may be breaking the rules. You can, you could, yeah, this is your call. If it is, I'm, I'm prepared for the backup. I'm going with the Predator. <laughs> okay. No, 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 is no, 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 no. That's, he's not a superhero. He's an alien. I, the reason I consider, I, I, I think I consider the Predator because I definitely feel like he puts up the body. He's too small to be a tight end, but he can definitely. He reminds me a lot of a Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Okay. You're taking away the weapons. Yeah, we're taking away the weapons. We're right? taking away the weapons on that. Yes, I'm talking about his full body. He's taking that mask off. He's. You're getting the full body. You're still getting. Yeah, you're still getting like a six foot tall built alien. Now, are you worried? Yeah, I'm. A, I was thinking about that a little bit, but I, no sacrifice, no victory. I felt like that was a great. I feel like that's just a great choice. I think he's got great hands, and I think he definitely has the built body to hold off that receiver or that corner that's trying to take him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a that's a great uh, new Hopkins. That's a great Calvin Johnson pick. I like that. Yeah. I like that pick. All right, now we're going to tight ends, right? Uh, yes. And for my tight end. Um, and you'll see why I couldn't take Arnold in this spot. I'm taking Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character, Dr. Brimstone, uh, from Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, my God. Um, he only That's has one pick. weakness. and No, he doesn't have any weaknesses. And he is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You want a big target. You want a super athlete. And that's Dwayne Johnson's character, Dr. Bravestone. I literally have a video game character at tight end. I have Travis Kelsey in the body of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, that that's a that's a that's a very good pick. I wasn't even thinking about Dwayne because I was too busy thinking about my boy Arnold at tight end. Who? who, who? Uh, from from Predator. From Predator. From pre- not even the Terminator. He's not running. Okay. He's not. He's not running. He's okay. pretty slow. Okay. He's jo- He's just jogging it out. I, I respect feel that. Like 
Yeah, I feel like he's just um, he's a lot smarter in Predator. He's very fast. Uh, you definitely seen him hauling ass. Sammy, have you watched Predator, Predator recently? Uh, I watched it over quarantine. I okay. love that movie. That is definitely a man's movie. <laughs> I, I tried watching, making. No, it's a great I've film. I watched. I watched. Well, I watched the Alien movie, the Alien movie series with Michelle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Michelle's my fiance. We. She hasn't really seen any of those movies, like mm-hmm. these old movies. I'm like, really? oh, they're very good. And during quarantine, yeah, she's never seen them. And we were watching Alien, and I'm like, oh, if you like that movie, you're going to love Predator. She did not like Predator. <laughs> Just that intro, the testosterone is off the charts. Just in the intro of the chopper coming in. I, I just want my biceps to look like they do in that shot of them. Oh, like, the- yeah, 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 I want my biceps to look like they do in the handshake scene. Like, that's all that just, I want. I feel like when Fox Sports is going to be happening and they take our fantasy teams, they're like, you know, welcome, you know, this Sammy's team. And you're seeing Arnold smoking the cigar, entering the locker room. With his hat on and shades. Do you think... Yeah, that's your, that's your tight end. That is your veteran tight end right there. <laughs> um, do you think... And, of course, this is a fantasy team, right? Do you think if they were yeah. on the same team, Buddy would be able to command any respect over this team as its quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, if, maybe if his dad was his coach. Okay, okay. He, yeah, he yeah, loves yeah, his dad yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with my dad. He's on the naughty list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no! Not the naughty list. Get on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I like that. All right, that's a good pick. I was wondering yeah. if Arnold was going to come into play for you. Oh, tight end, um, for sure. Predator, Predator Arnold. Predator Arnold, I think that's a solid pick. Uh, now for our flexes, I went with another big, big receiver. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> From 1993's Beauty and the Beast. The, the hit animated film. The hit animated film where this man can eat 60 eggs every morning and be the superhuman that he is. I think He's like, a good trash talker, too. Oh, all time trash. Like, we're talking about, like, a Dick Butkus. We're talking about, like, a mean Joe Green, Lawrence Taylor, Ray Lewis attitude in an offensive player. Um, yeah. And he's an awful human being. He can, you gotta have that on your team. You gotta have that one player. You, ha- on you have to have a little bit of kick ass um, on your team. And Gaston is that perfect little, just mean spirited, physical, but still very talented athlete that I would want to take. That's a good flex. I like that flex. That's probably gonna be better than mine. I'm actually taking Kevin Hart as my running back, my flex. Wait, wait, Kevin Hart from where? Uh, he was from that movie with The Rock, or no, with uh, Will Ferrell, Get Hard. Oh, that's okay. Yes. Underrated pick. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm taking it. I feel like he's definitely on his feet a lot in that film. <laughs> he's trying to dodge some bullets here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can definitely yeah. tell that man does not want to get hit okay. because he is so nice and so goody goody. Yeah, he's yeah, never yeah. even had a parking ticket. So you think, you know, hold on, if I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to be out. So no one's going to touch sure. me. So I feel like he's going to. Dodge whatever he can, however he can, not to get hit. I need a player like that. All right. A man that does not want to be touched. Okay. Like Kevin Hart. That man's small. He is quick. Do not underestimate him. That's a good point. Maybe not like the best athlete, but good footwork. Doesn't want to be hit. I like it. No. I like it. No, he does not want to be hit. Now, all right. Def- this was the defense was the uh, most difficult one. Um. So 
I don't know how you went with this, since this is such an amorphous, weird thing. I just picked, like, a film ensemble that's intimidating. The Wookiees from Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Ah, uh, that's... Yeah, that's a good pick. Ima- I'm just hating because I didn't even think Like, just that. imagine, like, a D-line and the secondary and a kick-punt-returning team of Chewbacca's. Of seven foot tall athletic behemoths. That is the defense you want to be. You definitely want to be. And that's a lot of big play potential, right? Yeah, they are. They are very intimidating. I'll give you that. But I think I'm just. Well, my defense is definitely coming from the heart of America. I am taking the men from Saving Private Ryan, that will go and save Ryan himself. I, and I, I, I definitely believe they have the heart to win it all. They, they do have the heart. But here's the other thing: there, that's still not enough players. No. But I think if you add, I still think if you add a couple more Tom Hankses in there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I'll say the group plus three more Tom Hanks. Okay. You, you know what? You know what? I have rookies on my team. I'll give you three Tom Hankses. I'll spot you yeah, three Tom Hanks. Uh, I, I think, I think that is a great team. They communicate very well. They are. Always with each other. They're always on the same page up until they say, hey, you're going to have to go save this guy's life. Tough, tough squad on the defensive side. And they want to win not only on that field, but for their country. That's fair. In terms of athleticism, I do want to describe it. They're running with all the the armor. They're running with all that stuff on anyways. I mean, that's fine. My problem is... In this fantastical movie universe that we have constructed for ourselves, right? When we have, like, superhumans running around, we have, like, uh, super speed hedgehog running around. And your pick to stop them athletically is just some guys and then three Tom Hanks's. They're not just some guys. <laughs> they No, they've been through... They've been through no, pure hell. And, and, and I will not dis- disparage what they went through or their heart or their character. I, Can I, you go on record? No. No, no. It's a good pick. No, you're not going on record. All right. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. <laughs> I, uh, for, like it's all, a win-win situation all, for me. All the inten- or, this is what I'll say. All the intangibles on your fantasy football team that Buddy does not have, <laughs> these guys bring to the table. <laughs> I'll give you that. They'll, they'll wake Buddy up. They'll wake Buddy yeah, up. Yeah, they'll wake Buddy up. Um, all right. And then for my kicker, um, I had a lot of trouble with this one. Um, I picked Bruce Lee's character from Enter the Dragon. Oh, you son of a... Mm. You took my pick. Did I really? Heck yeah. (laughs) Yes, I freaking love Bruce Lee. Crap, now I gotta scratch that one. (sighs) Who's up next? what i like to see um you know what i i'm gonna take kareem from Ooh. game of death okay i mean he's got a long leg okay i'm i'm taking kareem okay. from game no. of death i think that was the milwaukee days i think yep 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 that's like the milwaukee airplane days i think i think that his name was hakeem in that movie yep hakeem <sighs> okay i didn't think you'd be able to recover from that that's a good pick um okay <laughs> Okay. Okay. I like it. All right. Um, so 
Uh, we'll just run down our picks one last time. At quarterback, mm-hmm. I have Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Uh, my two running backs are Forrest Gump and Ethan Hunt, played by Tom Cruise. My wide receivers are Indiana Jones and Sonic the Hedgehog. My tight end is Dr. Bravestone from the Jumanji remake, um, starring The Rock. My flex is Gaston. My defense and special team um, is the Wookiees from episode three. And then my kicker is Lee from Enter the Dragon, starring Bruce Lee. Sammy, your team. All right, at quarterback, I've got the heart himself, Buddy the Elf. And then I have got at the running back position, Jeremy Renner from the town. The third wide receiver I have is Han Solo, uh, OG Han Solo from A New Hope. Then the fourth wide or the second wide receiver I have is the Predator. Tight end, I've got Arnold Schwarzenegger from the Predator. And then at flex, I've got Kevin Hart. And then, oh, the running back, the T1000. There we go. I just wrote the guy's name down. You're good. But I, yeah. And then, um, and then at defense, I have the Heart of America, the Saving Private Ryan crew, plus three Tom Hanks. And then at the kicking position, I have no other than Kareem from Game of Death. All right. We'll, I, you we'll know post what? about that. I, I, I like your picks. Um, your I picks respect very them good too. a whole lot more um, than your. 2k fantasy starting oh, okay. five um we'll put both of those up um in our facebook page and on our podcast instagram story um for our what 27 fans to vote on yeah yeah <laughs> uh, a shout out to all those fans shout out to all our fans all right round three Any all right and we are back for round three um, so for this round, again, to celebrate the opening of the, uh, 2020-2021 NFL season, uh, God, that feels good. It feels so good, man. I, it's been way too long. Sammy, you can remember, uh, where you were when Patrick Mahomes started to pop off his, his second year, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> yep. I was right here in Orlando. So I don't think we'll ever see Patrick Mahomes again like that sort of season again from a young talent but um in anticipation for this season i think uh the most interesting discussion to have would be to talk about which young quarterback has the best bet to have that kind of season for this year um well did you think patrick mahomes was even gonna have a great like did you think he is gonna be phenomenal after his second year because i will be brutally honest with you he did have a great second year, a phenomenal, a great second year. But I was definitely a, you know, until he can have a, you know, two back-to-back great seasons, mm-hmm. I'm not buying this Mahomes mania. But if you look at his highlights from his second year and the weapons that Kansas City had in an Andy Reid offense, yeah. I, like, I, I think that everyone was right on the money. He popped off in a very sustainable way. Like, the throws that he was making, um, he just has such a natural, not even just physical talent, but feel for the game. Um, And the situation around him is admittedly perfect. Like, you look at the skill weapons that he had and does have and the coach that he has access to, I don't think that there's any way that 
uh, Patrick Mahomes could not be uh, Patrick Mahomes given his talent. And I think that there is a reasonable shot, if not to replicate that success that Patty Mahomes had um, in 2018, to have something reminiscent of that um, from one or more quarterbacks. So for a title fight, I want to uh, bat that idea back and forth with you. Do you have an idea of who you think um, has the best shot to do so? Yeah, I, I have a, I have a good, I have a solid idea. Go ahead. I like Kyler Murray a lot. I definitely think he is going to have a great season. Kyler is the guy. He's going to be good. He's going to be great. He didn't do that bad last year, I don't think. I mean, with a team that wasn't good, but he's got DeAndre Hopkins on his team. Oh, well, okay. All right. I, 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 for, for, for context, when we were discussing this, uh, matchup i do remember you picking teddy bridgewater and i was ready to laugh you off of the podcast um but this 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 uh thing by kyler i can definitely respect a whole lot because my pick is daniel jones from the new york giants not because you're a giants fan are you it's the thirty percent because I'm a giant. Thirty percent, and and this is my version of speaking success into existence. Um, I think Daniel Jones has quietly become one of the most underrated quarterback talents in the NFL. And I, I like, I'll admit this. I when 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 Daniel Jones was drafted six overall, I was poo pooing. Gettleman, like the rest, I thought we should have taken Dwayne Haskins for the arm talent, but Daniel Jones proved me wrong, and I will gladly say so. Um, I Daniel Jones last year was my joke pick um, at the very last round. I picked him after my kicker for fantasy football, and then for Tampa for his first start ever, I said, you know what, screw it. I'm already 0-2 to start the season. Let me just start him and see what happens. And fantasy-wise and your Giants fan-wise, it was incredible. There is a greatness to him and a power of will that we haven't had since, like, 2011. And I think that the environment around him is going to give him the best shot to pop off more than any other quarterback. Um, I think this Belichick disciple, this Joe Judge character, will be the one to succeed and I think that Jason Garrett, as the offensive coordinator mm -hmm. for that time, for that Cowboys team, is a big architect of what makes the Cowboys such a great offensive team today. Um, and him joining the Giants with the underrated talent that they have in the skill positions is wildly underrated as a coaching hire, um, as OC. Um, Daniel Jones is an underrated rusher. Kyle, like I think he meets Kyler Murray um, in that regard. Um, I think if you say DeAndre Hopkins as a big receiver, I say Saquon Barkley as a, receive, as a receiving threat. Um, if you say Larry Fitzgerald, I say Golden Tate, underrated again. Sterling Shepard is another underrated receiver. Evan Engram is maybe like a top five tight end this season if he doesn't get injured. Um, and then Darius Slayton as a fellow rookie growing with him. I think Daniel Jones has a great shot to succeed um, this season. Your take. Ditto. 
<laughs> okay. No, um, I, I mean, when uh, Daniel Jones got picked up by the Giants in the draft, I thought that was a good pick. Really? Probably because I don't like I don't like Eli. I felt like Daniel Jones was definitely the guy from the like you know reviews I've seen about him, the stats I've read about him. And when he started that Tampa Bay game, going back to what you're saying, like I, don't know, I do remember that game very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Daniel playing that game, I was thinking they better start him. Yeah, I like from I, this point out. And what 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 I will say, I think this is a very even grudge match, in that I actually think that these quarterbacks are very very similar. And the only thing that Kyler Murray really beats Daniel Jones in is ball security in rushing 18 fumbles 11 lost as opposed to kyler's five and two um but what i found fascinating check this out 544 rushing yards average 5.8 four touchdowns on the uh year last season daniel jones 279 two touchdowns what was fascinating was that daniel jones's attempts are a little bit less than half of Kyler Murray's. Kyler Murray had 93 attempts. Daniel Jones had 45. That's about half. Daniel Jones, yards rushing. Again, right around half. And if you look at Daniel Jones's average of rushing yards, 6.2 to Kyler Murray's 5.8. Underrated rusher. Kyler Murray, 12 interceptions. Daniel Jones, 12 interceptions with four more touchdowns, and with completion percentages around the same. Their uh, quarterback rating around the same. Kyler Murray is a little bit lower than Daniel Jones, 87.4 to Daniel Jones' 87.7. And if you take out that Patriots outlier game where Belichick just historically destroys young quarterbacks, Daniel Jones jumps into, I think, the mid-90s for quarterback rating. Think about that for a second. I think Daniel Jones in his second year with more weapons and with a pair of tackles around him that can actually hold up the line, I think that Daniel Jones has a higher shot than Kyler Murray to pop off this season. Well, there's only one way to find out. Go ahead. Give me your – I've been talking a lot about Daniel Jones, and I'm talking about that as a Homer fan. Give me your shot on Kyler Murray. I feel like since the beginning of his rookie year last year, they knew he was going to be the guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think Daniel Jones had that his rookie year because Eli was still there mm-hmm. and they weren't even planning on using Daniel Jones. Did Eli get hurt? No, nope. or... no, they just... no, no, no. They, they, they just took him out in the Tampa game and they said, Hey, Daniel, you're they going. Said, hey, no, we're going. Oh, they, Eli was still kind of the guy, but let's be honest. Um, they put in Geno Smith the previous season for Eli Manning. They were already done. They were just looking for an excuse. Um, but didn't the coach get fired right after that? Yes, and I like that wasn't cool. I'm I'm, like, par- I'm part of I'm part of this cons- this small group of conspiracy theorists in the New York Giants fans community that think that this was that that whole thing was just an idea to um, scapegoat Bob McAdoo. Mm, that's a good theory. That being said, Eli was still like 2019-2020. That season's prohibitive starter going into the season i'll give you that yeah okay so with that being said i feel with kyler murray yeah they're 
they are pretty close you know, together, Daniel and Kyler, maybe a couple percentages off one another on different parts of the stats. I just like Kyler a little more because I feel like he can think better on his he, you know, he mentally, I feel like he's right there on the field as a, as that rookie season. Sure. He got he got to go through a lot. And I feel like his division's pretty tough. Well, and too. his his ball security is fantastic. Let's just get that out of the way right now. That is a clear trump card in Kyler Murray's favor. And I feel like when you play in a tough division, it makes you better. That's fair. Um Wow, the NFC West popped off, didn't they? Yes. I'm looking at this division, and it is stupid good. Okay, well, here's a question. Who Both quarterbacks are going to make the playoffs this year. What's your thought on that? Because, you know, they did extend they did extend the, the amount of teams that will be in the playoffs this year. This is, this is what I'll say. On division strength alone, I think Daniel Jones has a better chance to get a winning record. I think Kyler Murray will have a harder time putting up stats against the Seahawks, Niners, and Rams, whereas I think Daniel Jones has a chance. Like, he's going to get up against the Cowboys secondary and Washington secondary with the Eagles' injury history and with the Cowboys' history of underachieving. Um, and Eagles' injury history, Redskins are two gimme games every season. I think Daniel Jones has a chance to go win five or six games in his division. Um, I think Murray will put up phenomenal stats. I don't think he'll win the games. And that's where I think Daniel Jones will have the pop-off season. Check this out. Most passing touchdowns in a single game by a rookie quarterback. Five. Versus the Redskins. He scored five touchdowns in a game. Um, He is one of only four quarterbacks to ever do that in their rookie year. I, I, I feel like... He has such big play potential, and the environment around him is so conducive to his success right now. I think he has the higher shot. You think Mitchell Trubisky will be good? <laughs> no. There, um, there's a reason why neither of us even talked about Mitchell. I talked about <laughs> Drew Locke um, entering into this conversation before I talked about Mitchell uh, Trubisky. Yeah. Um, and uh, Drew Locke was my second pick after Daniel Jones to pop off. I thought about Joe Burrow. And that's a fun a gamble pick. Um, I don't. That, but that's just a fun pick. That's just a fun. Yeah, pick. I, I, I don't know how. I think Joe Burrow is an A plus leader, but maybe like a B talent. Um, I think. Well, you Dan- know what? He has a per- he he has a chance to shut us up. He has a chance to shut us up. Please shut us up. I really want to be wrong about Joe Burrow because I fell in love with Joe Burrow at LSU, and I have a bunch of friends that went to LSU too. So like, I'm a bit of a homer with them. And everyone hates Nick Saban that doesn't already live in Alabama. Um, but so, yeah, I think Kyler Murray, I think he'll have a steady trajectory to the top. I think he'll improve a little bit each season. And he already has a very high floor. But Daniel Jones has shown shades of just blowing up. Um, and I think yeah. with a better head coach, a better offensive coordinator, and actually healthy pieces around him, I think he has the better shot of the two to really just like explode this season. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, so to a certain extent. So on the record, do I win this grudge match, Sammy? Mm-hmm. You know what? I think we're gonna let the fans vote on All right. that one. We'll let them vote. 
Well, but, but, yeah, it's a democracy. It's a democracy. It's a democracy. Um. Okay. So, Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Um, we want Murray. We obviously want everyone to sign. Jesus. Um, I I really do respect Kyler Murray. There's a reason why I picked him. Um, for fantasy football this season. I think everyone has fallen asleep on Daniel Jones because of the fumbles and because of how bad the Giants have been over the past decade. But I have faith. Maybe it is a blind faith. Um, faith, trust, and pixie dust. And we'll see. Um, the NFL season is opening tonight, and I might have to eat my words um, when after this comes out next Wednesday. And it's going to taste like defeat. Jesus. All right, buddy. Um that's another episode in the books. Um, good talking to you, man. I'll check in. Yeah. I'll check in next week. Yeah, check in next week. Please come and visit us on our Instagram and Facebook page at the Grudge, Ma- Grudge Match Podcast, and we would love to hear your responses on our debate because it is a democracy. Um, and thank you uh, to Benny Hanna for being good sports and not suing us. Thank you. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. Benny Hanna. Benny f***ing Hana? Benny f***ing Hana? Why?